Hi, I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. No. My kink has consequences. I totally let men lick my toes. Toit and noise. Blah, 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 blah. Ime pergeleesti munaa. Uh, no, now I'm embarrassed because you... Be real. Now I said I'm real. The way you look, the way you look, the way you smile. Because I'm real. <laughs> and I can't go on without you. I was trying to sing that song to Shannon, and she had no idea what I was talking about. She was like, I have never heard this song before in my life, and then sings it to me exactly how I sang it to her. She sings it right back, being like, that song? Yes, the song I was literally just singing. And I it just sounded really different without you. Coming out of your mouth. People loving me and hating me, treat me ungratefully, <laughs> not knowing that they ain't making or breaking me. Come on. All right, J Lo. Uh, J Lo and uh, people mistake me for J Lo all the time. <laughs> I was telling Maggie we need to be real. And I started singing the song, and she had no idea what I was talking about. Ready? Say, ah. Okay. This is high quality content right there. High quality. High quality. I content. joined that teeny bopper app. Be real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like Snapchat, except like you got to do it right then. Yeah, when it tells you. When to. it tells you to. I've had multiple students have it show up while I was in tutoring with them, and they're like, "Can I put you on my Be Real?" And I'm like, "Yes." You can't tell me it like comes up while I'm pooping. But they. That's fun. I'll call it Be Real. So I'm like, "Are you telling me I'm not as good?" I'm not the A real. I'm not the, <laughs> but, but it's be real. Yeah, right? like, be real. Not be real, which no. is how they all say it. Not B side. I, they're calling me the B side and I know it. <laughs> they're telling me I'm not good enough. <laughs> hey, Shannon, it's been a while. Be, it has been a while. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. I, you, had, you had life slap you in the face. Oh, my God. You went on vacation. I went on vacation. I'm going on vacation again. You guys, this, I know I've said it already, but this grad school semester is so stupid. It's so stupid. And also, there was a shooting at my school last night. Yay! And, I, like, I... What's most fucked up about that yeah. is a Sandy Hook survivor is at MSU and the shooting happened across the street from their apartment. Oh, my Or their God. resident hall. Like, that is fucked up. This is the like, world. What are in. the fucking odds? Yeah. I mean, pretty good because there's shootings everywhere all the pretty time. Pretty good now, right? Pretty good now. Pretty yeah, good. yeah. Like, I don't think that happened to any of the Columbine students. They didn't go to college and have mass shootings at their school. No. It's I, actually pretty rare to have a mass shooting at a college. I tweeted about it. Just being like really furious and being like, I don't want your fucking thoughts and prayers. I want me no, to change. No, you take your thoughts and prayers and you shove them up for your fucking ass. Right up your cooter. And I got ratioed. Shove them up your dick hell. I got ratioed by a bunch of asshole Republicans telling me what a stupid little. Yes, now I'm picking up my daughter's casket already because she's going to get murdered in school. Thanks. I was sensitized by this one because 
Even though I'm not on campus very much. No, that's like fucking around the corner. Right. It's a sister school to U of M. Like, Jesus. I have a meeting there on Thursday that has been canceled now. Like, I was going into campus this week. You know, like, a shooting happened at my school Oh, it happened at Central a few years ago. Yeah. While While my coworker's son was there. Yeah, it's, you know, but actually that was like a murder-suicide really, really and messed up being a murder-suicide, not a mass shooting. Everyone was very confused. The other Republican asshole, like so many Republicans, said bullshit. One of them was like, because I said, I want meaningful change, not your thoughts and prayers. And he was like, oh, so what? Like banning assault weapons? Guess what? This was a handgun, dumbass. And so like, like one in ten. Every other mass shooting that happens is an assault rifle. I don't. I don't, I literally don't care. I want it. I want, here's the thing that's fucking insane. I want children to stop dying in school. Yeah, that. It's supposed to be the safest place outside of their home. And then this person. Home, church, and school. And guess what? All of them are getting shot up. You know, there was the person being like, gun-free zones don't work. Every school is a gun-free zone. It doesn't work. It does work when you can enforce it. Disney's a gun-free zone. I've never heard of a mass shooting at Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have security shit. I'm they like, have security shit. Everywhere I mean, back in the day, you could sneak one in. But, like, they weren't patting you down at the gate in the 80s. Right. But that we didn't have the mass shooting problem. But after now. September 11th, yeah. fucking security shit went up. Exactly. Because if a plane in the Twin Towers can come down, what's going to stop someone from crashing a plane in the middle of the happiest place on earth. Right, right. I mean, they like really, that was like a legit concern. It was. I absolutely remember that because my college program was there in 2002. Like that, you know, they were talking about those kinds of things. But yeah, you are absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, the NRA makes their own things gun free. The Republican National Convention is gun free. Gun free zones do work when you have the resources to have the security to prevent the guns coming in, you know? Like when you have, when you have the security, the gun-free zones absolutely fucking work. Anyway, Concerts. I didn't really want to get on this. I felt guilty today, feeling like I was making it about me, but like I did cry a lot, and I got a thousand disturbing emails from my school. So yeah, I, I get, got a thousand disturbing emails from my school too. I got, I get to be. I'm part of that community, even though I'm not on campus very often. You know, like. So I, I get to be very sad about people dying in my community. I get to be sad about that. Right? Yeah, we get to be sad about be our sad. children dying. We get to be sad. I'm so fed up. So since we're starting on the bummer, I'm going to tell everybody the story about why I called you crying yesterday. <laughs> Poor Maggie. Oh my God, it was so it was so scary. Like, this is the thing. I was actually afraid for my safety. That was what was so upsetting yeah. about it. So... Um, it was very windy yesterday, and I went inside to Starbucks because I had a gift card, and I wasn't sure how much was on the gift card, and if I was going to have to do multiple payments, I preferred to be inside rather than trying to do that at the drive-thru. So I went in, and I got myself a cold brew, and I got myself a little lemon cake, and I went back out to the parking lot, and I opened my car door to um, get in my car, and I'm just like, you know, the wind sort of caught it a little bit, and I had to pull it back in. Um, but that's what happens when it's windy out and I'm eating my lemon bread in my car and all of a sudden the guy next to me like lays on his horn and I'm like, what the fuck? And I roll down my window and he's like, you just fucking hit my car. You just hit my car. And I'm like, no, I didn't. 
And he's like, yes, you did. And I was like, okay, well, if I did, it's because the wind caught it. Like, it was not on purpose. I was not attempting to hurt your car. And, like, my car did touch his car because his car was very dirty. And there was a tiny, like... Like, yeah, impression. Impression in the dirt. Yeah. Not in the car. It was not dented. So I, like, get out and I, like, rub the area where my where it had been. And I, like, look at it from multiple angles. There's no dent. There's no scratch. Right? Nothing. And this car is like a fucking 15-year-old <laughs> Ford Fusion. Right? Like, like they don't even make them anymore. And he's just losing his shit at me. And he gets out and he's like, it's scratched. It's fucking scratched. And I'm like, no, it's not. I don't even see anything. And he like asks me to open my door to see exactly where it lined up. And I just let him because I'm so panicked. You know, like he, this guy was so intense. I seriously was afraid for my safety and couldn't even think straight. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. Like it was just an accident. Listen, we all ding people's doors from time to time. I've done it. You've done it. People have done it to me. It's just a thing that happens. I barely touched his fucking door. Yeah, it's just like super embarrassing to do it with someone in the car. But you didn't even see him. I didn't even. I, I, like if you had seen him, you probably would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. No, I didn't know I did it. I, I hit his car so lightly. You didn't even know you did I it. I didn't even know I'd done it until yeah. he accused me of it. And I looked at it and saw the scrape in the mm-hmm. in the dirt. The like. Yeah. I didn't even know I had. That's how lightly mm-hmm. I touched his car. I like pull out of there and I'm just so rattled that I called you crying being like, this guy has fucking yelled at me. It's so awful. I hate him. Like what a miserable human being to be that upset about that. Yeah. I texted my will. I mean, people have dinged my car with me in it and I'm just like, you just fucking hit my car? Like I felt the ding, felt the ding and heard the thunk. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they just go on their merry way like nothing fucking happened. I, when I got rear-ended on I-96 last year, I didn't yell at anybody. I was really shaken at first because it shakes you up to get rear-ended on the highway. But like I was just like, okay, well, we're going to call the cops now. Okay, the cops are going to take my statement now. I'm really ready to be done with this now. Mm-hmm. And I have, still have a dent in my bumper and I've never gotten it fixed. You know why? It doesn't fucking matter yeah and then so i'm pulling it out also of, like doesn't help to cry when i got so i got side swiped the, a different semi a different <laughs> car um i got side swiped by a semi in downtown ann arbor and the the driver was like i can't believe how calm you are and i was like well what good will it do for me to be hysterical right now mm-hmm. and then i was like because I'm a sarcastic ass. I'm like, do you want me to be hysterical? Because I can, <laughs> like, I'm on the verge of crying. So I can, like, work myself up real good right now. But I don't think that's going to do either one of us any good. Right. Yeah. Oh, so then I'm pulling out of my spot. Plus, I'm a big girl and it's my fucking car. My daddy didn't buy it for me. Yeah. You know, like. I'm pulling out of the spot and I notice how his bumper looks. And I'm just like, what the ever-loving fuck 
is this guy freaking out about? I took a sneaky picture of it, so it's not super well framed or like in focus. But Shannon, what did his bumper look like? His bumper looked like he whipped around a corner too tight next to one of those pylon thingies and scratched the fuck out of his bumper. Yeah, there were at least eight scratches yeah, along the side like of his bumper. Like one of a scrape. 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 That giant six inch scrape like when you accidentally hit something and keep going why are you fucking freaking out at me about a scratch that i can't even see when your fucking bumper looks like that mm-hmm. what a psychopath so anyway that really fucked up my day yesterday uh thursday my day was fucked up because my cat's an asshole <laughs> all right so the whole time i was on vacation last week uh the girls were like i can't find snapdragon And I'm like, she's around. She's just being a little bitch. I didn't say a little bitch to the high schoolers watching my cat. I said, she's just having a tantrum. And they were like, she hasn't eaten any of her food. And I was like, sometimes she doesn't eat in the day, but she always eats overnight. Like, she's just having a tantrum. So I get home and I expect her to start eating again. And she doesn't. She doesn't eat overnight for me. She doesn't eat the next morning. And I'm like, okay, well, now this is a problem. Oh, and she's in the basement all the time. That cat hates going into the basement because she has arthritis. Guess who was in the basement all the time when they were dying? Sid. Mm. Sid was. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just panicking because the arthritic cat keeps hiding in the basement and refuses to eat. And so... I call her vet and they're like, we can't get you in today and or on tomorrow. I don't know when we'll be able to get you in. So I finally just decide to do the emergency vet. And they still have COVID protocols and you're not allowed inside. Mm. I do dislike, dislike. So I sat in my car for two whole hours sobbing, being like, we're going to have to put my cat down um, because she's hiding in the basement and not eating. So they were like, well, you know, we want to run blood tests and um, and and do x-rays. And I'm like, okay. So they did. And there was nothing wrong with her. I was correct. She was just being a drama queen. (laughs) She made herself malnourished and dehydrated. I'll show you. How dare you leave on vacation? How dare you leave me? I'll show you. So fuck my dumb cat. Little idiot baby, little stupid diaper drama baby. The whole drive home, I was like, you are such an idiot. You are a little dumb dumb. She still do- only wants to eat junk food. I'm like, yeah, I think it cost me $600 to, no, was it? Yeah, to murder and cremate my cat. Mm-hmm. So... Right. Did you tell her that was going to happen to her next time? <laughs> right. Right. It is cheaper to put you down than it to is. cope with this. It is. Pull this shit again. Not, That'll be the last, your last hunger strike you ever do. We're not playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed not eating for your last meal. Dumb little baby. <laughs> so, um, what do you have to talk about? What do you want to, what do you, oh, what's on your mind? Gosh. So you went to Florida. I did. And I happened to go to Florida at the same time on accident. Yeah. Um, my, my grandfather will be nine. My dad's dad, my Marshall, my grandpa Marshall will be 90 in July. And my aunt Susie, his youngest daughter went to visit him and his wife, my grandma Judy. Uh, which is different from their mother. Um, 
and uh like judy's been his wife since i've been born so uh like 20 you know 20 some years married to donna 40 years married to judy at this point um so Susie goes to visit and gives all the kids a call and was like hey dad's like just kind of old and dying y'all should probably go visit this year mm-hmm. so like of course Cheryl's very dramatic when it comes to family and visiting your dying relatives so she sent the flag up and now we're all trying to go visit him one last time this year so I wasn't going to wait till spring break. I honestly didn't know if he'd make it to spring break. So I was like, well, I'm going to go now. And it just happened to be the same weekend you were in Florida. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I had planned my flights a little better. Right. Maybe I would have flown into Orlando and hung out with you and then (laughs) driven down to Palm Beach. Um, So I did that like Saturday through Tuesday. And I honestly just spent time with him and my grandma and my cousin Mark. Yeah. So... Mark and I had a bunch of relationship talks, um, his life, my life, what's going on. So you went to the beachy beach. Go ahead. Yeah. You would have been slightly disappointed by the pub crawl. Hmm. So first of all, we go in, we did, I did what we did last time. I go in and, uh, there's a, they say there's Trader Joe's Trader Sam's Trader Sam's Trader Joe's is the (laughs) delicious store of deliciousness. They're both delicious. Trader Sam's is the tiki bar of deliciousness. So I go into Trader Sam's. It's like right around four o'clock. So they've been open for an hour and I go up and I say, um, are you guys full for the night? And she was like, well, no, but the wait's like three to four hours and we're not taking any more names. And I was like, no, I want to come back in three to four hours. And she's like, we're not taking any names. And I was like, just take my name. I want to come back. And she's like, you should come back in three to four hours. And I was like, that's not how that works. Because, again, I'm arguing. And she has a little thing on her tag that says earning my ears. And I was like, this bitch knows nothing. So, like, because so I she's wanted. in training. Yes. Right. That's what that means. Yeah. Well, she doesn't fucking know what's going on. They just told her not to put anybody else on the list. Yeah. So I go upstairs and Matt and Joseph go down, my friend Maddie and my brother, and they coax it out of her. Matt worked for Disney for 20 years. So he he knows things. Yeah. He so knows the lingo. He knows the lingo. So he coaxes it out of her that they actually do think they're full for the evening, but they're not sure. Because they have a system based on, like, how long people stay there. And people have already overstayed mm-hmm. what the what the projection is. So they actually shouldn't be full for the night, but think they are because of that. And she also said that people had been lining up since noon to put in their names for the evening. And I was like, you know what? I was never going to do that. There is no world where I wait in a hallway for many hours to put my name in for Trader Sam's. Yeah. Literally would never happen. Go in and literally drink in the tiki room. So I can just take a drink into the tiki room with me. That's right. (laughs) And enjoy the 20 minute show. (laughs) So they, um, yeah, so they, they get it out of her and I'm like, whoa, like, why didn't they just say that? I literally opened with, are you guys full for the night? Like if she said, we think we're full for, we think we probably are. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, thank you. But instead they wanted to give me hope. So I wasn't disappointed. No, that's not what you do to the person who says, are you guys full the ni- for the night? Mm-hmm. You say, yeah, we think we probably are. You can check back in a few hours if you want to see if anything's opened up. 
right? Yeah. That's what she, like, but she obviously didn't know shit. So that was disappointment number one. Disappointment number two, we get over to um, Enchanted Rose and... At the Grand Floridian. Grand Floridian. And there is nothing available in the library. There's nothing available in the bar area with the chandelier and the beautiful mural on the wall. There's nothing available on the porch. We are in the side room with dark green walls. And that's it. <laughs> and I was like, this is so not the vibe. This is this is not it. Mm-hmm. This is not the vibe. Right? I wanted chandelier i wanted i wanted literally anything else i that picture of the library i i used for a year as my zoom background as your zoom background for sure yeah. you did people literally thought that's that's what my house looked like <laughs> they really loved the bottle of wine behind my head it's, it's, very, it, it's a very beautiful room shannon what's that wine behind you are you drinking already i wish <laughs> so you know disappointment not the vibe um, then we go over to the Contemporary and go into Steakhouse 71. And I really wanted one of the like lounge tables over on the side in the lounge. But there was nothing available on the lounge part. We just end up right at the bar. That turned out to be the best fucking choice. Because the bartender's right there. Mm-hmm. Can, you know, And I'm wearing my 40th birthday crown. Mm-hmm. Because Matt and Julie were supposed to come to Vegas. And they missed my birthday. And so, so we're doing Maggie's birthday part too. Yeah, exactly. So, and I said to the bartender at one point, my shirt, I said 40 is fine. I wasn't wearing the shirt, but I said 40 is fine when you look 29. And he said it so sardonically for the rest of the night where he just like announced to other parts of the bar and be like, 40 is fine when you look 29. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He was very. The hoochies have arrived. It was very much that energy. Um, And the drinks were great. It felt very retro futurism. Uh You know, like the very like modern, mid-century modern retro futurism thing going on. Very white and crisp, cool pod looking things. The drinks were good. The snacks were good. Um, Everybody but me shared peanut butter and jelly wings, which they have a Thai peanut sauce and then like a grape jelly glaze. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So and that was good. They loved that. Um, And we had the best fucking time there. We spent the longest there. Everybody said that was the best time of the night. That was the best bar of the night. So that was super fun. fun. Yeah. Because we all hated the outer room. Yeah. When we were there, the outer room was just like meh. It was just like it was it felt like a typical hotel lounge with a partial view. Um, the bartender also brought out five cupcakes and made the entire bar sing me happy birthday. Aww, and I was like, I feel a little guilty about this. Don't right feel now. guilty about that. Don't ever feel guilty about getting free shit from Disney. Three months late. <laughs> hey, they don't know that. <laughs> they didn't know that. I was wearing they a crown. Check IDs. They did not check my ID. It's my birthday. Give me a free drink. Yeah. And so I think that really the bartender made it. Like mm-hmm. he was so fun and interacting. Like, I think that a different, if we'd had a different bartender, it would have sucked. But still, the drinks were great. The food was great. The bartender was hilarious. We were having a great time with each other. So, yeah, we loved Steakhouse 71. And then we ended the night at Tambu Lounge, which is also a tiki bar. It's just not as themed, mm-hmm. right? Like, it just looks like a thatched roof hut in the, like, out off the lobby, basically. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then so it, it's more it's way more plain. Mm-hmm. 
oh, but you know what they had? They had that tuna volcano sushi. Ooh. It wasn't on the menu. It wasn't on the official menu. She was like, we also have this and that you and I had at um, Trader uh-huh. Sam's. So I was like, yes, I want that. <laughs> yeah, yes, please. Give me that, please. So overall, super successful pub crawl with my dad and brother and Julie and Maddie. Oh, what a fun time. It was a super fun time. Let's have a slight FOMO. That sounds like a great, that sounds like a blast. And we would have loved to have you there if you'd yeah. come in a little earlier. Would have been, a, you would have enjoyed you know, it. I didn't even consult you. My emergency trip to, to Florida. Florida. How dare I? <laughs> uh, the other super fun things that we did. So we all went out to dinner in the morning. We went to Magic Kingdom. My mom and Julie and Zelda and I went to Magic Kingdom. And then that night we had dinner at the uh, Wilderness Lodge. Right, because I yeah, really... Animal Kingdom. Nope, that's no. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Wilderness Lodge is the oh boat at ride, Wilderness boat yeah, ride yeah, yeah. away from Magic Kingdom. Yeah, 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 but not on the monorail. Right, right. So at Fort Wilderness. Yes. Wilderness yep. Lodge. But it's the like big lodge part, not yes. the campground yes. part. Um. So we had just like this incredible time with dinner, and then took Ashley and Julie and I took the boat over. So the three of us went to Magic Kingdom to have a girl's night. And we rode the tra- the Tomorrowland Transit Authority and got to see the Tron coaster running empty trains. Fun. So fun. I was so hyped. Like, just getting to see it go was very exciting. And um, then, so Ashley bought us all Magic Bands Plus. Mm-hmm. Magic Bands Plus, right, which do, like, light up and stuff. You have to charge them because they have, they're like a smart watch, Right. With shit going on. And Julie and I had noticed during the day that they would buzz when we were by the golden statues. Well, it turns out if you wave your hand in front of the golden statue while wearing your Magic Band Plus, the statue will like interact with you. Like it will say something. So Julie and Ashley and I went on a hunt around Magic Kingdom to find all the golden statues and interact with them. And it was so fun. We had such a fucking great time. That's great. It was really great. I had been wanting to get on um, on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, but it, the the ride weight never got lower. Yeah, like it's it just, always long. It ne- and if The I'm, only time it wasn't was when Splash Mountain was three hours long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is always long, but like when I had checked our thing before, it said that the park was open till 10. So I had been planning on 10 and then we get up there and I was like, when's the last boat? And he goes, oh, well, the park closes at 11 tonight. Like Julie and Ashley and I were not going to make it to 11. It's uh, 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Guess how long the wait for seven dwarves. 75 minutes. 80 minutes right now. I was so close. So close. Here's the thing that I know for sure. They don't drop the time at the end of the night because they don't want extra people getting in line. Yeah. So they leave it high even when it's Everything not Everything else high. right now is 10, 15 minutes. Yep. 20 minutes for Jungle Cruise. Run! Run the Jungle Cruise quick! Yeah. So we didn't get on Mine Train, but we had a super fun time getting... Doing the golden statues. So they don't drop it, so it's probably not 80 minutes. It's probably not. They just don't drop probably it. Probably 20 minutes like everything else. Uh, I would say maybe 30. What is 65? Peter Pan's flight is 65 minutes at 10 o'clock at night. Peter Pan's flight yourself. has a very 
low hourly ride capacity. Yeah. It can't get very many people on in an hour is why that's always so high. It's something like 700 something in comparison with It's a Small World, which is 2,800 people can get through in an hour. Yeah, That's so different. That's so many. So yeah, that was super fun. And then the other super fun time that I had with everybody was when Ashley and Matt and Julie and I did just wandered around the Festival of the Arts at the end of the night. Oh, and I sat by, so the Epcot ball, the um, Spaceship Earth, has lights on it now and does light shows at night. Like yeah, it does yeah, Musical yeah, yeah. light shows. Mm-hmm. And my magic band was like interacting with the light show. When Get I out of town. It was, that was so fun. Like what a fun little thing. And then they did the rainbow connection and kept lighting it up rainbow. And I was being inappropriate, being like, oh, my God, this is so woke. Ugh, woke <laughs> spaceship Earth. Like just being a dick. But like it was fun. We were having a good time. That's funny. It was. It was. It was good. So I, I, I had a trip. I had a trip to Disney. We had some fun things. And um, now I'm home and my cat was an asshole. <laughs> so what about... Do you have other stories you wanted to share from your life? Well, I was going to ask about content, uh, but I wanted coming to coming up this. I'm getting ready to go to Galveston for, for your the birthday weekend. trip. Birthday trip, uh, just me and Morgan, my niece who turned 21 yesterday. Aww. so that should be fun. I'm still trying to talk one friend into going. So she just came back from a cruise and wasn't planning on it, and then I was like, you should still come. Mm-hmm. Even if it's for like a day or two, like you don't have to come the whole time. Just come for like Friday, Saturday. She's like, I'll ask my husband. I was like, okay, good. You do that. Tell him like, honey, I, the shopping away my feelings isn't working. I need to go self-medicate with some girlfriends at Mardi Gras. Thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see if we get one extra person or not. But uh, yeah, so that I'm looking forward to that. That should be interesting. Good. I... Yeah. Yeah, I knew that no matter what I chose, I was going to have FOMO. Like, yeah. I knew that if I missed Disney, I'd have FOMO. And I knew if I missed your birthday, I'd have FOMO. I went to teach my niece how to party like an old lady. Having FOMO. So. Good. Yeah, <laughs> let's party like an old lady. I love that for we'll us. we get to the party at noon, and then we'll be in bed by nine. It'll be great. It's, gr- it's so great. <laughs> All right, so content. What have you been watching, reading, listening um, to? I watched, um, I do enjoy the Great British Baking Show. Like, their voices are just so calming. It's like watching Bob Ross paint. And the judges are so nice to people, even if they fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. So, it's just very delightful to watch. So, I watch, they have a professionals show where they actually have professional chefs who either own their own businesses or work for you know michelin restaurants and you know the london area come and compete and then they're doing a kids one in the tent oh and that was adorable like ages 10 to 15 Mm -hmm. baking in the tent like the, the other amateurs and man these kids were fucking shit up and the judges are still like well, look at that wonderful consistency of your cake. And it looks like, you know, you dropped the cake on the floor and then they picked it back up and shoved <laughs> it on the plate. And <laughs> so they like, they're just so supportive and complimentary to the kids, even when they bring them shit. Yeah. It is just, it's very endearing to watch. I really love 
like, yeah, I love those kids cooking shows. Yeah. It is yeah. endearing. So even Gordon Ramsay, I think, is nice to his kids. Yes. Um, but this, like, this is a cute little show. Catherine says she hates cooking shows, so I don't know what where I went wrong there. She also um, hates traveling. There's something wrong with your child. And then I travel without her and she has FOMO. Yeah. So explain right. that to me. She just wants you to stay home with her at all times. <laughs> she doesn't want to miss out on the party, she doesn't but she doesn't like want to go to the party. She for sure doesn't like surprises. Mm-hmm. And um, she definitely is a little bit me, a little bit of her dad. Because I'll be like, let's go do this. And she'll be like, mm, how much money does it cost, mommy? Oh, that's too much. We should stay home. <laughs> she also does. How long does it take to get there? Oh, yeah. How long does it take to get there? <laughs> mm, it's too long. I don't want to do that. She honestly does not want to go on spring break anymore because we're driving for two days. <laughs> <laughs> See, my family always did car road trips. Like, I just thought that's how people yeah. got places. You know? Well, like, so did mine. And, and she takes car road trips yeah she's actually been in taking road trips since she was 10 days old i was old, just about so to say that i was like, like did she go to dc as a very young infant yeah we have traveled to dc with her probably four times we go to aunt jenny's every year that's eight hours away that's like her limit like she's got to be there within a day mm-hmm. so like to have to drive for two days to florida is like yeah no i did straight like, through. i can barely make it to aunt jenny's you want me to do that two days in a row i did that i did straight through to florida a couple times when i was in my 20s and had two drivers yeah where it just takes 18 hours if you just go hard yeah if you go ham you can go you can go hard we went hard to new orleans yeah so yeah i've gone we've we've done as a family we drove straight through from west palm beach to michigan yeah my poor dad i don't know how he did it did cheryl drive it all not at night oh my god she doesn't drive at night. I know. Remember, I just slept in the back seat until it was my time to drive. Yeah. And then I drove all night. Ah, mm-hmm. <sighs> To be young again. I know. Natty wants to go to a concert in Chicago, and it's on a Tuesday night. She's like, we'll just drive there on Tuesday and drive home. It's only four hours away. You know, I used I to do that. I was like, look, child, I did that when I was 21. Yeah. I cannot do it no. at 45. Right. Like, I, I can't drive after midnight i used like, to do legit. that with john burns <laughs> i went to i went to a show with john burns in indianapolis which is the same thing and i want to show what to show with john burns in chicago there and back in the same night what the fuck is wrong with yeah. me i've driven to chicago leaving detroit at like midnight mm-hmm. with my girlfriends hey let's go to chicago it's midnight yeah i know let's go okay let's go been there done it like jesus i'm too old for that shit now <laughs> i am too old for that shit now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did that to Pittsburgh as an adult. Heather and I left, my friend Heather and I left at 10 p.m. here in Brighton and drove to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Okay. 10 o'clock at night. Jesus. I have been watching Shrinking on Apple TV+. Plus. It is think? written and produced by Brett Goldstein, my boyfriend, Roy Kent. Uh-huh. Roy Kent. And Roy Kent. Uh, Jason Siegel. And it him. stars Harrison Ford in his very first TV role. Brett had a really fun, fun. story about that. So on, uh, he shared it on a night talk and a night show. So it, that's really good. It's cute. 
it's a it's a half hour dramedy, you know, this guy lost his wife and has been numbing for a year, but he's a psychiatrist and so he's kind of abandoned his teenager and he hasn't been a good therapist to his patients and then like he just starts getting mad at his patients and telling them what to do like a therapist isn't supposed to do, you know. Yeah. But then he ends up helping them because like they're finally getting direction from someone they trust, you know? So, um, it's interesting. I, I like it a lot. That's one episode a week. I hate that. I, d- I hate that too. Fucking Ted Lasso is starting on March 15th and I'm going to have to wait 10 weeks to, before I can binge it again. Roy Cat. Roy Cat. Roy Cat. He's there. He's there. He's, He's everywhere. Fucking where. Roy Cat. Roy Cat. Um, Strange World was so fucking good and no one has been talking about it. Mm. The new Disney movie. Oh, okay. Nobody's talked about it. Nobody's brought it up. Does anyone see it? Nobody's <laughs> seen it. Nobody's watched it. I'm the oh, only I am the only person last one left. I am the only person who has watched it and I loved it. Strange World? Strange World. I'm look it up. All right, you look that up. And while you're looking that up, I'm going to vamp by talking about my next thing. I listened to this really cute book series. It's six books. It's called the After the Rift series. And like in the first book, everybody's really suspicious because there's a new king and his castle was built in three months. And like nobody ever saw any workers and like everything in the country has changed. Oh, I I did see a preview for this. Because you watch Disney Plus. Yeah. But like that's the only reason anybody's seen it. Yeah. Was showing up in your Disney Plus information. It's really fucking cute. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it, the the preview looked cute. Yeah. So so this castle pops up and there's a new king and all of the people in the um in who work there the like main character is the doctor's daughter so she's like the assistant doctor in town and also the midwife and um so she keeps on like coming to help her dad with things and. She finds out that everybody in the castle who works there has only had their memory for three months. They only remember showing up in the castle three months ago. Mm. So, like, it's all this, like, suspicious stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I get to the end of the third book, and it's, like, a note from the author. And she's like, I was watching Aladdin, and I kept wondering how nobody thought it was suspicious that Prince Ali just came out of nowhere, and there's, like, he has no country, and... Like nobody questions. (laughs) Right. He's got all these people working for him and like they don't write to see what country he's from or figure anything out. And she was like, and I just want to be a prince. He rolled into town with a caravan. Right. So she was like, I wanted to write a story where a new king just shows up like that. But everybody is suspicious. (laughs) So this is my retelling of Aladdin. That's lovely. I thought it was That's great. Fun. I thought it was really great. And I was like, the fact that she shared that makes me enjoy this so much more. Right? I mean, I was already fully on board and I was definitely going to finish the series. But like, yeah, it was it was great. Rosaline comes out tomorrow on February 15th, 16th on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. It's exactly who you think it is. It's the Rosaline Romeo dumps for Juliet. Hmm. And her side of the story and how she tries to foil their connection and win Romeo back. Okay. So. Okay. It looked, the preview looks cute. 
And it's it's a modern telling. Well, it's not a modern telling. They're they're dressed in period clothing, but they have modern speech. Okay. And slang. So Gotcha. That's um, interesting. That's that's a take. Yeah, that's a take. I like takes like that. You're always like wondering cuz there are those some of the sometimes there's those shows that are like, you know, under the deck, you know, and it's like what happens on the lower decks of the Starship Enterprise, like doing during all these other like fiascos going on? Like what's what's really going on behind the scenes? Yeah, I kind of like things like that and alternate takes and you know side stories. Like while well, all this other drama is going on over here, what are these other characters up to? So it looks cute. I will definitely be watching that. I started watching Lockwood and Co. and I couldn't pay attention, so I'm mm. not watching that. And as always, I forget to bring it up. I am still watching Abbott Elementary whenever it comes out on Hulu, and I'm still watching um, Ghosts on Paramount Plus. I love Ghosts. I think that show is so fucking cute. Oh, my friend Elaine really likes that too. She was talking that to me about that the other day, and I mistook it for Ghosted mm. with Adam and uh, what's his face. It's a canceled show. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, you don't have Paramount Plus. So. No. But I'm it's also on about CBS. dumping uh, a few other things to get Paramount Plus for a little bit, though. Paramount Plus? There's is... that uh, Pink Ladies series. Yeah. Rise starting. of the Pink Ladies. Yeah. Yeah. It's on, it's, um, it's on CBS. So, you know, whenever it's shown. But I, I really love Ghosts. It's so cute and funny. Rose McIver plays the main character. She was um, I, I Zombie. She was the main oh, character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is the main character in this, too, where she has a near-death experience. Oh, she's in all the princess, the Christmas prince movies. She's those, too. Yep, that's her with the terrible fucking makeup. <laughs> makeup. The worst makeup of all time with a five-month belly, but she's nine months pregnant. <laughs> I was like, girl, you are not going into labor. You are five months along at most. <laughs> that was just a cute little baby bump. You've never seen a nine-month pregnant woman, if that's what you think that looks like. Right. Anyway, yes, that one. Um, so she, in the first episode, she has a near-death experience. And after that, she can see all the ghosts that live in her house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a British show that this is based off Isn't of. Isn't there one with... Mindy Kaling, too, like that? No, I'm, I'm, you're right. No, I'm mixing it up. There's yes. a British show that this is based off yeah. of. But it's very, it's very cute and funny. There's the like, there's a um, Viking who's been there for thousands of years. Oh, like, yeah. I watched that with you, didn't I? I don't know. It would have had to been in my house. And there's a Native American, and then there's. Yeah, the, you had me watch that. I did. Yeah. Was it on your phone? Maybe. Maybe I had you watch something that was relevant. I don't remember, but I, I'm such a huge fan. It's very cute. You know, because there's all the funny things of like, you know, the ghosts are talking to her and she's trying to act normal in front of people. You yes. know, like there's all the just like there's, fun comedy. There's a it. new one like that. She is a writer. She has to write the obituaries. And the obituary ghost that she's writing about comes and talks to her. And she has to help them settle their business mm -hmm. by their funeral. That looks cool, too. Yeah. My favorite ghost on ghosts is the guy who my died. My favorite ghost on ghosts? Is the one who died in 2000 when he was up there with his, like, dude bros from work. 
right? Like one of his co-workers was the descendant of the family of the house. So they went up there for a weekend and he died not wearing pants or underwear. So he's just like a ghost with his dick hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) And he acts like a dude, like he acts like a frat boy still, even though he was just like a finance guy in New York. Like he just worked in this like toxic masculinity thing. He's, I just really love him. He's very funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would hate yeah. him in real life because I hate that kind of guy. But, like, he also has a soft heart. He's great. So, yes, ghosts. And that that's about it for me. But the After the Rift series was really enjoyable. Retelling of Aladdin. You should all go watch and listen to it. I listened to it on audiobook. So it was it was really enjoyable. The author is C.J. Archer. Uh, what else do we got? I mean, we're at 45 minutes. We don't have to push it if we don't need to. So... We just had a lot of things happen. Yeah, so. we had a lot of things. I think we're overstimulated and we don't even I'm know so, what to say. I'm so overstimulated. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Woo! Today is Valentine's Day. Oh, did you like your prezzies I got you? I did. Thank you. I really liked your Groot. I thought he was great. I was very, very like excited for that. My yeah. husband was like, what do you want for Valentine's Day? I was like, look, I just bought myself a bunch of shit. So I'll just set it aside and you can give it to me then. And I have to go on a trip and another trip, so we'll just call it even. And then I like went and bought myself some expensive records while I was at it too. So that happened. So I can buy myself presents. All right. All the crap that I want. I read this Am I the Asshole multiple times. I don't times need to yesterday. wait for you to get it for me. Cause I got my own disposable income. <laughs> All right. Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. Um, oh, so first I want to tell the the people, because I already told you this story. I had this thing on Reddit this morning where I was like, this is what I'm fucking here for. This is why I exist. So this girl, this woman, purchased a necklace at a thrift store for $6.10. And she looked at it and was like, I kind of, this is very heavy and I kind of think it's real. So she took it into a jewelry store and he was like, yeah, those are diamonds and that is real gold. Like it is. Mm -hmm. And then, but I don't know what else that is. And then she took it into another one and he was like, yeah, those are tumbled emeralds instead of faceted emeralds. So this is diamonds, gold and emeralds. But like she couldn't get a good appraisal for it. So she takes it on Antiques Roadshow. No. She takes it on Antiques Roadshow. Here for it. And the woman is like, all right, so you see this little owl stamped on the back. Well, that was used by such and such company. It means that it was made for this, like for France or it came from France. I don't remember. And it was used from the late 1800s only until about 40 years ago or 30, 40 years ago. Um, based on this, this and this, this is from the late 1800s. And it is worth fifty to $60,000. And the girl is so chill about it. She's just like, excellent. Yeah. Because everybody always says the same thing. They're always like, wow, I had no idea. It's like it's a script. But like, what would you say? Right. Like, I would say, wow. I'd be like, holy shit. I would say that, too, actually. Yes, I thought that. Uh, but she was just like, excellent. Actually, I'd be like, shut up. Because, you know, I don't want to curse <laughs> yeah. on Antiques Roadshow. Shut the front door. Um and then the girl's like, yeah, I'm just going to keep wearing this. And the woman is like, as you should. That's what these are. That's what it's for. Right? That is such the shopping flex. Oh, my God. I love your necklace. Oh, thank you. I got it for $6. And guess what? I took it to Antiques Roadshow and they told me it's worth 50 grand. Can you believe it? <laughs> Julie would be so jealous. <laughs> 
Julie would be the most jealous. Ju- Julie loves to tell you how much of a bargain she right. got, you guys, for those yeah. of you who don't know that joke. Like, Julie, you always compliment Julie on something, and she goes, thanks, thanks. I got it for five bucks. I got like, it for $2. I got it for $2 at my It was on sale for 99 cents. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and yeah, I watched the whole clip. I was dying. It was great. This is what I live for in life. $6.10. It's a $50,000 $50, necklace. $50,000 necklace. like, yeah, I'm going to keep wearing it. She's like, great. And she goes, it does get heavy after a while. <laughs> you think? I'm like, she has fucking Freya's necklace. <laughs> like, that's the necklace Freya fucked a bunch of trolls for. Yeah, for sure. All right. So this Am I the Asshole I read multiple times yesterday. It's from yesterday. Am I the asshole for letting my father cause a huge scene at my engagement party and embarrassing my future mother-in-law? My father has many faults. I am well aware of these and therefore tend to keep our interactions private. I still love him and I have developed a system to keep him from fucking me over. When my fiancé asked me to marry him, I said yes. And then I went and privately told my dad about it. We had a nice dinner with my fiancé, and that was that. My future mother-in-law wanted to have an engagement party. I was fine with it. I requested that she not invite my father. I explained that we have a strained relationship and that I preferred to keep him at a distance. She agreed. I guess she thought she knew better than me. She wanted to fix our relationship. And the first step was inviting him to her home for a party with alcohol. See, when I met my dad for dinner, I specifically chose a restaurant that didn't have a liquor license, and we went directly after work. His car has a breathalyzer built in to make it start. I know what will happen otherwise. When I saw my dad there, my stomach flipped. I asked her what was going on, and she said that a good daughter would want her dad there on this important day. I asked her to please make him leave. She said I was being rude. I went over to my dad and I asked him to leave. He promised to behave. He was so happy to be invited. I told my fiance that I might need to leave in a hurry and that he had to come with me when I left. Mm -hmm. He knows the whole story. He agreed. Good fiance. Good fiance. Back in your woman. Was fine at the beginning. Then the wine came around. I glared at him and shook my head no. He took some. Then more. Then more. He started getting, quote-unquote, happy. That part doesn't last. After dinner, there were drinks. As soon as I heard him raise his voice, I asked my fiancé to leave. I faked a, stomach program, faked a stomach problem, and we left. The least embarrassing thing he did was piss himself and puke on the lawn. <laughs> and he had to spend the night on the lawn because he can't blow into his car to drive home. My future mother-in-law is furious. She said that we should have told her that my father has a drinking problem. I said that it wouldn't have been a problem if she hadn't lied to my face about not inviting him. My father is humiliated that he did this. I am just numb about it. My uncle has no problem controlling my dad. My uncle's a cop, and he has come to several events with my dad where he has kept him from drinking my older brother's wedding, for example. But my uncle lives in another city. He would have been at the wedding but couldn't be there for this. Right. I'm just angry that she lied and I'm embarrassed and I'm venting here because I need someone to tell me that I'm not the asshole for not wanting to tell people that my father is like this. No, you're not an asshole. It's nobody's business that your father's like that. You, she put a boundary down with the mother-in-law and said, please don't do this. We have a strange relationship. I've already celebrated this with him. Let's keep it separate from this. 
okay. And because she thinks she knows better. It's such a Cheryl move. Like, I'm going to fix this for you. Bitch, mm-mm. You're going to lay in the bed you just made. Mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing. Yep. The why, so the top comment, the why of your estrangement from your father and reluctance to have him at your engagement party is none of your future mother-in-law's business. She thought she was being so Bingo. clever. In short, she fucked around and found out. Mm. Now your engagement party enters the realm of family legend and not in a good way. <laughs> Now your engagement party enters the realm of family legend. <laughs> right. I love that line. <laughs> Did you hear about the time so-and-so's dad got so drunk at their <laughs> engagement party, he pissed his pants and puked on the lawn? It was epic. We're, we're clearly missing some things. She said those were the least <laughs> embarrassing things he did. All right. We're missing the like yelling and, and inappropriate stuff. I hope and... he danced on a table and broke one. I hope he danced on a glass table and fell through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other comments? Everyone's agreeing. Yeah, everyone's agreeing. Actually, mom... this one is important. So, oops, I clicked on the wrong thing. Hang on. Yeah, not overwhelmingly not the asshole. There's not a single person who said she was the yeah. asshole. But this comment. Not the asshole, but I'll point out that your headline says, quote, letting my father cause a huge scene. That's putting his behavior on you. You didn't let him do anything. These are the consequences of his own actions. Don't take that burden on yourself. Yeah, he's a grown man. And you put a boundary down and your mother-in-law ignored it. Mm -hmm. And now she looks like an idiot and that is not your fault either. You asked her to make him leave immediately. Yep. Just because you're playing matriarchal bullshit games like my mom, I don't have to tell you why. You should trust me. Get him out of here or you will regret it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Be fine. Get him out of here or you will regret it. It's fine. Okay. I've warned you three times now. Right. I have told you thrice. Thrice. Initially, initially, and now to tonight. Thrice you've been warned. I like this one too. I'm going to go get my popcorn bucket now. You did save your future mother-in-law the embarrassment of your father by politely telling her not to invite him. Mm-hmm. She disregarded that. She doesn't deserve what happened in theory, but she fucking does for not listening to you. Yep. Stop trying to make us... Continue to believe this blood is thicker than water bullshit. Right. Toxicity is toxicity is toxicity. It doesn't matter who the fuck it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have been there. I know. I want <laughs> I want to know what else happened. I need more information. I feel like this could be a movie. Oh, uh, it would be I wanna I want it. Like hangover level. Like the engagement party. Oh, there was another one. And I can't seem to find it right now. So I'll just recap it real quick. So this kid was like, am I the asshole for calling the cops on the parents that I was babysitting for? Mm. Um, so this kid is 14. The mom said, you can only be out till 10. Mm-hmm. And the parents said, we'll be home at nine. So at quarter to 10, the kid is like calling the parents and texting the parents and then finally calls 
her mom. And it's like, mom, I'm not going to be home by 10. The parents aren't here and they aren't answering the phones. So the mom comes over to the house at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and they still continue to try to call and text the parents and the parents are not answering. So at 1130 at night, two and a half hours after the parents said they would be home, they called the cops and said, explained what happened. They said, I'm babysitting. I can't get a hold of the parents. Right. So it took 25 minutes and the cops found the parents exactly where they said they would be at their friend's house. So they just fucking ignored their phone and didn't come home when they said they were going to. And they screamed at this kid for for calling the cops and overreacting and being completely inappropriate. Uh, One, they're concerned that they're dead in a ditch somewhere. You it's been three hours since you said you'd be home. Yeah. And you didn't answer or respond on your phone. Yeah. That kid did everything right. Correct. So called their own mother. Though I'm sure the mother called the cops, yeah. not the kid. Yeah. There's no way I could get Catherine to call the cops for a million dollars. Right. She'll barely give her name at the dentist office. Can you imagine expecting a fourteen year old to stay at your house till midnight? And they, it was late. They would expected them to stay later than that. Yeah. If you you are out past like 10 p.m., you better get a 16-year-old or older. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you're out till midnight, you better get an 18-year-old or older. Like, the later you are out, the older your sitter needs to be. Yeah. Uh, So I babysit in the 90s when uh, rules were a little looser. Yeah. (laughs) Parents were a little younger and dumber. Mm -hmm. Um, I did babysit at 14. So did I. Uh, but I babysat, I lived in a big neighborhood, like a, you know, a Florida, you know, subdivision. subdivision. Um, and my parents were three doors down. It was always like two different houses I was at, but one house, like the parents were alcoholics and they would go out and party Mm -hmm. and I'd be there till midnight two, three in the morning, sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Uh, just making sure their kids stay alive. I don't think I was 14 till three in the morning, but I was definitely like 15, 16, three in the morning. Uh, The other family was a little more responsible, but still liked the drink. Um, They would be out till midnight or one. One time the dad came home drunk and ate my boyfriend's leftover burger. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great fucking burger. He's drunk, eating a cold, half-eaten burger from (laughs) from a stranger. (laughs) Awesome. Hi, that was hilarious. That is funny. My boyfriend at the time was pissed. I'm sure. My fucking burger. I'm like, it's fucking hilarious. He came home and drunk ate a stranger's half-eaten burger. That is so funny. That it is very funny. (laughs) It's very very funny. And then they'd have block parties. They'd have block parties, and all the parents would go down to a different house, and they'd send the kids to this other the 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 more responsible couple. I would babysit there. Everyone would send all their kids down to that house. Oh my god. And I would watch. 10 12 kids while all the parents got drunk down the block yep so the 90s were like that <sighs> the but good like, old days yeah don't do that but I yeah really... you don't ignore your babysitters not like not, not today no you pick up that phone and yeah. you say i'm gonna be late yeah like, or think we you called their they... call their mom be yeah. like, hey, we're going to be late. I'm so sorry. I know we promised to be home by 10, but it's not going to happen. But like they were just being drunk at their friend's house. Yeah. Like they weren't even, there wasn't even a good excuse for it. No. You said you'd be home by nine and it is now midnight. Yeah. That You don't even have a good reason. You're just an asshole at that point. I would point. not let my kid babysit for them anymore. I mean, no. Yeah. Literally, no. 
don't. I, just she didn't because want, they were so disrespectful. She didn't want to babysit for them anymore either. Yeah. She was like, I don't, like, fuck them. Yeah. But, you know, also as a child and was like, am I the asshole here? Did I do something wrong, you guys? No. Nope. No, honey, you did everything perfect. Yeah. There was a, uh, a family I babysat for once. I was in a senior in high school and the mom was having problems finding, quote unquote, good babysitters. Um, she had a daughter and a son. And she told me straight up that the daughter monopolizes the babysitter's time. Mm-hmm. And you need to pay equal attention to my kids. And don't let them do this and don't let them do that. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> All the things she told me not to let them do happened. Yeah. Like, don't okay. let them eat a bunch of pudding at 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I got distracted by the, the daughter who is chatting online with adult men on AOL, <laughs> instant messenger. Yeah. So honestly, I was like, um, I felt like I was protecting your daughter from predators at this point. Because uh, yeah. what she's doing is inappropriate and you're letting her. And now you're going to fire me from future gigs because your son gets ignored because of his domineering older sister. Like you have issues, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was still my feelings were still hurt because they were like, I failed the test. But... Honestly, they were shit parents for, like, allowing their daughter to be such a dominating bitch to begin with, you know. Whatever. It still haunts me to this day, obviously. 45. So, well, fun. Oh, God, I still can't stop. That that drunk dad's going to live rent-free in my head. (laughs) I know. I need to know more. (laughs) I need to know more. Uh, I think we should just imagine the worst and figure that it probably happened. Yeah, he yelled at people. He yeah. started political fights. Political fights. I wonder if he's a Trumper or not. Maybe. If he's a white, cisgendered alcoholic, probably. Oh, he probably started talking about the gays. Mm-hmm. Calling them mm-hmm. the gays, but not in a good way like we do. Right. Not like the gays who are my family. Yeah. Maybe he also talked about the blacks and the Jews. <laughs> Do they live in Florida? Did he talk about no. get being woke? Oh, yes. Woke. Was he Florida man? Maybe he's a Florida man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Maybe he told embarrassing stories, but like like inappropriate stories, right? Where about like, the one time he got his penis stuck in a zipper? Right. So stuff like that. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where you're listening to the story and you're like, please stop talking. Please stop talking. But she dipped out. Like, she's yes, like, she did. done. Gone. Bye. <laughs> May God be with you for the rest of the evening because I'm gone. Yep. <laughs> May the gods have mercy on your souls. Yeah, I mean, I. May the odds ever be in your favor. I love that the fiance was completely on board yeah. when she was like, when we need to dip, we're out. And he was like, yes. Yes. I'm fully, I fully. Of their own me. party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when she, right, exactly. It's our party. And when I say we need to dip, we need to leave. And he's just like, yep, okay. Love him. Love them together. Good support system there. Yep. All right, we ready to wrap this thing up? Let's wrap it up like a dick. Yes, make like a fetus and head out. Drunk floppy wiener. Oh, wait, now I have to bitch about my mom. Oh, okay, real quick. Every time I say make like a fetus and head out in front of her, she was like, or if it's you, it's make like a fetus and butt out. Every fucking 
time. You don't need to tell everybody in the goddamn world that I was born breach. What the fuck is wrong with you, Candace? And that does make sense, Candace. Yeah. Make like a fetus and head out of this bitch. Right. Right. No one butts out. No. Unless it's a conversation. Right. She's like, right. We're wrapping it up like a dick. Why? I mean, I'm telling it on the podcast right now, but like, why do you need, why? Why do you need to announce that every fucking time? Jesus Christ. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All right. Stop it. Make like a fetus. Head out of this bitch. And you guys. Stop it, girl. Find us on um, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher. And. um, 340. I actually had it up. Look at me. Look at me. I had it. Look at me. I I think we're caught up. Had it on my screen. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook. So we post there sometimes. And you can interact with me on Twitter. I'm Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode 340 of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. 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 Hey,